Uh, Jay Greenstein and Company presents an exhibition of Modernism in Judaica, a selection of important 20th century Jewish art. Happens this coming Saturday night at 8 p.m. at their gallery, 417 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. Jonathan Greenstein is with us live via telephone to talk about this. And we'll also talk about my favorite, the big Judaica auction that's happening on November the 24th. Jonathan Greenstein, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, brother. How are you, Nachum? Thank you for having me. Baruch Hashem, doing great. You know, some people would say that the word modernism and Judaica do not belong in the same sentence. You know that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, firstly, before I forget, Yehuda Green says, thank you for the vitamin recommendation. It did real, real good for him, number one. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, I'm glad somebody yeah, listens. And, I'm glad someone to listens to me. question, Judaica itself, um, the art of Judaica has been generational. Uh, you can look at some artwork in the 1600s, 1700s, uh, reflecting on Judaism at the time and Jewish... Um, you know, Jewish, uh, uh, Jewish shuls at the time and different ceremonies, and it just evolves into whatever art form is happening at the time. In other words, the, the exhibition that we're doing on Saturday night is mainly artists from the 70s, 80s, and 90s uh, that interpreted either Jerusalem, uh, Judaic scenes from synagogues, in their own style. Yeah, I mean, what I said was sort of tongue-in-cheek. It's just funny when we think of Judaica, you're thinking of classics, antiques, etc., etc. And as you just described, there's plenty from the last 30 and 40 years that's got to be analyzed as well. Yeah, so, no, absolutely, know. man. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. You know, we decided to do this you know, exhibition. Uh, there was an estate that came to market uh, about a year, a year and a half ago, and there was a whole bunch of really great paintings that uh, this man, um, very wealthy man, accumulated over the course of many years. He had a very, very fine eye. Uh, we bought the collection, uh, and now we're exhibiting it. You know, uh, there's you know no charge for it. People can come in and look. You know, it's our love. It's our passion. You know, Abe, you know, Abe Kugielski that works with me in the, in the gallery, and I, um, we do this. Obviously, we make a parnasa from it, but we do this out of love of looking at Jewish art. Yeah, you're really into this stuff, that's for sure. There are eight artists that you put on the flyer in terms of Saturday night's event. I mean, I mean, are these well-known names in the world of modern art? Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, these are not unknowns. Uh, Michael Mushnick, he's still alive. He's, you know, he's in New York. Uh, Ilya Shore passed away in 1961. He was one of my all-time favorite artists and silversmiths. In fact, uh, we just recently purchased an Etrog box that was made by him out of silver uh, from the Michael Steinhardt auction for almost a hundred thousand oh, dollars. It was God. absolutely magnificent. His paintings are only, uh, you know, like a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars. You know, but uh, you know, his silver goes for a lot of money. And Zvi Raffaelli is becoming the new Ruben Rubin. Uh, he also passed away recently, uh, and while his paintings are in the two to three thousand dollar range, and Ruben Rubin is in the sixty to eighty thousand dollar range, um, it's just going to be a matter of time. You know, before the value accumulates on that and achieves even higher numbers. Jonathan Greenstein with us. Are you wowed on a daily basis, a weekly basis, a monthly basis? When does something come into your gallery? Every, every day. It's every day? Every day I get emails, um, you know, maybe between six and ten emails a day. Uh, we do, obviously, we do a lot of advertising for people that, you know, want to sell their Jewish, you know, Judaic objects right. at an auction or sell them outright. But yeah, uh, we have, I have a column in, um, Inyan Magazine. In uh, Lahav Deal, Reform Judaism magazine, also where people email me uh, of their family heirlooms, and you know, not necessarily to sell them, but what are they and what are they worth? People right. don't realize that the amount of Judaica in the shelves and closets in the apartments in New York City, in Florida, California, uh, greatly exceeds any museum in the world. You know, things descend in families, unfortunately, due to assimil assimilation in America and elsewhere. 
Um, you know, people, uh, these things just get put away, and children and grandchildren of people that once upon a time practicing Jews um, just, you know, let it sit and accumulate, and Baruch Hashem, we're able to bring it back out and to get it back into usage. It's unbelievable. Jonathan Greenstein is with us. The exhibit is Saturday night starting at 8 p.m., 417 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. The name, Modernism in Judaica, a selection of important 20th century Jewish art. Let's move on to my favorite thing for a moment. On the 24th of November at the Cedarhurst Gallery, you're opening things up for another amazing Judaica auction. And this, yeah. I love looking through your catalogs, as you know. Thank you. I mean, you, you go, I don't think the pages are numbered here, but you, you go to the Vishniak photograph, right? There's a photiac, right. photograph in the 1930s. I mean, there right. are there are people out there that will pay two to $3,000 for that photograph. Oh, yeah, easily. Uh, no question about it. You know, the more intense uh, the photograph is, the more figures that are in it, uh, generally the more elderly, rabbaic, you know, rabbinic type of figures, uh, the more money it's going to And be. here in this yeah. one, you have a whole bunch of elements. You have different generations. It's outdoors, or at least it seems that way to me. So that, I think that gives it another additional charm. You know, you don't, you don't see a lot of rabbinic pictures outdoors. You know what I mean? Usually it's over, you know, studying over a book. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Yeah, he, you know, he, as, as Shlomo would say, he just looks like such a sweet Jew in front of a couple of children. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And tell me about the appeal. I spoke about this the other day as well. The early Yiddish folk art eye chart. It is an eye chart with Hebrew letters, but That's correct. but yeah. nonetheless, it is it is appealing to collectors out there because uh, because it's uh, it's you, know, you had a whole bunch of Jewish immigrants that came to this country, you know, in the mass wave of immigration from 1870 all the way up to World War One. They didn't read English, you know. Right. So when they went to the eye doctor, they had a Yiddish they had Yiddish letters, you know, <laughs> Hebrew letters put on the wall, and the doctor would go to them, you know, uh, read the top line. They would go, you know. Yes, you know, the second line, Hollis, Bayes. <laughs> you know, they didn't know A, B, C's, and D's. You know, just like, you know, in some silver, when you had Russian Jews uh, here, uh, Eastern European Jews, they didn't mark things with sterling, you know, to sell to them. They would mark them with the old Russian hallmarks because that's what they understood. Right. Unbelievable. It, it, yeah, I'm looking at the Agam Kiddush Cup. Is it yeah, yeah. That's, is it just... Very yeah, I'm sorry. Good. No, I was going to no, say, can, I was going to say, is it just because I'm so shallow in this area that I'm so taken by it because it's so colorful and, and bright yeah, and, and unique? Yeah, exactly. It's colorful, <laughs> bright, and, you know, on the kiddish, on the, on the shop's table, there's no way you're going to mix it up for the horse reddish. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's definitely out there, you know, um, you know, but uh, the modern, the modern Judaic is developing, uh, the modern Judaica is developing a whole niche market of its own. Things that were created, you know, by Agam, Wolpert, Ilya Shore, uh, it's taken on a whole new life to itself. Um, prices are out of control. Things, things that have been purchased by, um, you know, visitors to Israel, uh, who's gone to, you know, various silversmiths that did things by hand and paid two, three thousand dollars at the time of coming back ten years, twenty, not ten years, you know, thirty years later and things are worth thirty, forty thousand dollars. Right. There's a, it's a whole new market. People like to decorate stuff, you know, their house with antiques, but there are even more people that decorate their house in modernism and, uh, and that's really evolved, that's really brought out the market in this. My grandparents got married in the uh, teens or 1920s. If I found their Ksuva, you would want it. Absolutely. Uh, an American Kasuva um, from the 1850s is worth a tremendous amount of money. Just from, a, you know, the turn of the, you know, from the turn of the century all the way to the 1920s, not that much, but probably in the four to five hundred dollar range. Unbelievable. Depending on decoration. And it doesn't have to be anybody special. It could be any couple that got married in the early 1900s. Any 
sweet holy <laughs> that uh, like Reb Shlomo would tell us, you know, any sweet little Jew. I think it's your third Kalbach reference in this conversation. <laughs> Jonathan Green for Reb Shlomo and your brother from NCSY. <laughs> Uh, pulling me out of you know Rip Solomon's music and your brother's NCSY pulling me out of public school when I was four, 17 years old at the time. Who knows? Where would the Judaica industry be? Where would the Judaica be exactly? Uh, Jonathan Greenstein's with us. The gallery auction is the 24th of November. The event that we spoke about, Modernism in Judaica, is this coming Saturday night, both at 417 Central Avenue and Cedarhurst. I've seen your catalogs, as you know. I study them, and I, I love reading them. This one seems to be very silver-heavy. Am I right that there's more higher percentage of silver items than usual? Absolutely. Sometimes we do, um, you know, we get some books and some manuscripts, but, you know, this, you know, we do three major auctions a year, which are these little, these big, these big catalogs, and we do another four of the small catalogs, you know, like as we call them in the gallery, Chachko auctions, right. for getting collectors. I love those, um, the stuck a boxes yeah, and yeah. stuff. Uh, absolutely adorable. That's I correct. You know, little charity boxes, these JNF boxes right. you know, that we would go around in the seventies, you know, and collect from our neighbors. You know, a couple of coins here and there. Believe it or not, sell for about a hundred bucks. Unbelievable. Yeah, they were worthless back then. You know, it's a it's nostalgia. That's that's what it is. But yeah, like I said, this collection we we got a uh, a bunch of great estate pieces. Uh, if you look at lot number seventy nine, there's a tremendous conical lamp that, God willing, will go for between a hundred and a hundred twenty thousand dollars from the eighteenth century. There'll be a buy. There'll be a buyer for that. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Unbelievable. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of collectors in in Russia. You know, there's a lot of collectors uh, here and right here in New York. A lot of collectors in you know um, Los Angeles. And uh, when a piece like this comes to auction, it's um, you know it's it's very well sought after. If, are, it used are, to belong. Get, no, go ahead. It used to belong to. It used to belong to a collection in Chicago. Um, who bought it in Sotheby's in 1982 for about twenty-two to twenty-three thousand dollars? So if you look at the return on the investment over the course of 30 years, I'm not sure if shares of Apple would have done better, but uh, it's definitely <laughs> in the right direction. By the way, I'm, I've been told by many radio professionals that in, in my case, when I interrupt a guest often, it means I'm enthusiastic about the topic. So please, please take that as a compliment. <laughs> nothing but love between us, man. The um, are you into modern Israel and again modern in quotation mark? A manuscript, for instance, if you found or were presented with a letter that David Ben-Gurion wrote to, I don't know, Harry Truman, would you be interested in something like that? Absolutely. We, we've sold those in the past. You know, a letter from Ben-Gurion to an average person would probably achieve between 1500 and $2,500 to an American president, you know, somewhat more. Uh, there's a good possibility that in the February auction we may have uh, Zev Jabotinsky's passport. <gasps> we're, still nego- yeah, we're still negotiating it, you know, uh, in favorable terms. What would that so, go know, for? Uh, we're going to estimate it between ten and twenty thousand dollars, and um, I, I don't know. if uh, It's a, very, a real, real niche market. You have to have somebody who's really interested in early Zionism um, right. because it's a, it's a big number for a small document like that. But I mean, there's only one, and there was only one Sev Jabotinsky, you know. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, the found anything related to Zionism from the first half of the 20th century is, uh, you know, uh, achieves the record numbers. You know the old joke about the kid asking Begin for two autographs, right? No. Kid asked, kid asked Menachem Begin for an autograph, and of course he signs it, and then he says, Mr. Begin, can I have one more? And he says, why would you want a second? He said, because two, ben- two Begins are worth one Ben Gurion. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have to, I would have the, to agree with the, that. The kid was on the trade market when it came to autographs, what can I tell you? And finally, excuse my ignorance, in Lot 86, a collection of four antique chauffeurs. So to me, they look like, you know, chauffeurs I could buy at Eichler's today. How do you, authentic- right. how do you authenticate that something is in fact a, an, an antique, uh, you know, in this case, chauffeur? 
Uh, you could look at the way that it's carved, and also chauffeurs, you know, being made out of horn age. Um, these uh, I, are, are not possible to use. They become very thin and very brittle, much like if you cut a fingernail off and you let it, you know, shrivel up. The same thing happens over the course of 100 or 120 years. Uh, that it, um, it becomes uh, very soft and unusable. Unusable. Today's chauffeurs uh, are thick, uh, highly nice. polished. You know, these were made probably in Germany, possibly Poland. There's no way to, t- to tell you know, where they actually came from. They're definitely European of some sort. So it shows its age. It's as simple as that. Really easy yeah, to pretty, examine it. Yeah, pretty much. You know, chauffeurs are one of the easiest things to, you know, to look at you know, to see an age as opposed to a piece of silver, which unfortunately you know, are faked and forged all the time. And right. it takes a true expert to truly understand between the real and the unreal. Wow, unbelievable. Price of silver has probably been a very big challenge for you in both directions, buying and selling. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's really expensive yes, these days. Yes and no, um, because if you think about it, silver is anywhere between 17 and $40 an ounce at its absolute highest. Right. You know, but if you think about a piece of Judaica, what could it weigh? Four, five, six, ten, twenty, thirty ounces. Right. You know, but the Judaic value always, always, always exceeds the value, um, you know, of just the silver itself. Right. You know, even, uh, even some of these things, if they were made from gold, the value of them Judaically as opposed to the value of their, you know, met, met, metallogically, is that a word? You know, you know just based on the metal, uh, is always, um, you know, Judaica always rocks. Are there a lot of people like me who could not possibly afford any of these items, but just love looking through the catalog and, and love discussing it with you? Absolutely. Uh, you know, we have enthusiasts come in and, you know, spend a half an hour with Abe, you know, going over a... Uh, you know, a kiddish cup that you know, came to them from their grandparents. Like I said, while it, you know, there's no question about it, you know, we make money from this. It's a parnasa. It's a passion. It's a love. We enjoy spending time with people when they come in with the things. You know, we're the only place, as far as I know, in the entire United States that specializes only in antique Jewish ritual art, not books, not manuscripts. You know, this is it. This is the only thing that we do. So, you know, Baruch Hashem, we get a lot of traffic. We're right on Central Avenue in Cedars where we've been for years. So a lot of people from the neighborhood come in with their things right. and want to know where it came from. No interest in selling it. You know, just want to know the history behind right. it. You know, grandparent dies. They don't know who it belonged to beforehand. You know, uh, they don't know the history from it. They don't know what country it came from. Yeah. You know, and, Abe, and they want to know if it's from 1980 or 1880, you know. Yeah, exa- exactly. Or it was 1880 or, you know, 1780. Right. And, we, you know, we're delighted to spend time with them. If you go to, you know, if you, if you look at our TV show, you know, Jewish Guilt, you know, uh, right. it shows all these people coming in constantly. Uh, and bring in their, you know, their parents, you know, their parents and their grandparents, Judaica, you know, for an evaluation. Unbelievable. Well, maybe for my 40th anniversary here, I'll tell them to forego the gold watch and speak to you instead. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm not going to hook you up, man. Yeah, my word. Make sure you get some real quality value that will only, only, only be in a We're seat. still a long way from there, but <laughs> I guess I'm already starting to prepare. Uh, Jonathan Greenstein, the exhibit is called Modernism in Judaica, a selection of important 20th century Jewish art this Saturday night beginning at 8 p.m. at Jay Greenstein and Company at 417 Central Avenue in Cedarhurst. The auction that I keep talking about is at their gallery on the 24th of November. You can contact them at the following phone number for information, 516-295-2931. That's 516-295-2931. You want to give out a web address? Yeah, definitely. Uh, jgreenstein.com. That's the letter J followed by my last name, greenstein.com. Or you can email me at jonathan, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N, at jgreenstein.com. If you have things to sell or if you want to just know what it is. And if people want to make it a night out on Saturday night, you're guaranteeing there'll be some kosher restaurants open on Central Avenue, right? 
you know, my wife and I moved to the five towns uh, just about 20 years ago only because of the kosher restaurant. <laughs> there you and go. To this day, we stay in the neighborhood. We actually moved in from Zomix when it was on Central <laughs> Avenue. We used to drive in from Brooklyn to get challahs and babkas from it. So, you know, so we might as well just live here. Imagine that. We're passionate about things that we have passions in common aside from Judaica. <laughs> oh, it's, it's always food. You know, listen, Nachum, I love the Lower East Side. You know, when Judah owned Kosars, even uh. before Judah owned Kosars, you know, those are the best biologists in the world. And Bernstein's, you know, has Schmuck's ever, has anything ever come close to Schmuck of Bernstein's? Often imitated, but never ever duplicated, Mr. Greenstein. <laughs> My father, Olam gave me one piece of advice, and I'll close with it. Yeah. When you go to Bernstein's, you always eat the hot dog before the pastrami, because the pastrami leaves a better aftertaste. <laughs> what a great piece of advice. <laughs> ah, I love it. All right, if only he would have put that in letter form, we could sell it in the Judaic auction. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Jonathan, thank you, and good luck Saturday night. Nachum, always a pleasure. Blessings to you and your family. I greatly appreciate that. Thursday morning, it's JM and the AM as we continue.